episode of the May We Approach podcast. I'm Shelly. I'm Paris. I'm Maya. And I am Avery. And we're back with you in the midst of this pandemic and quarantine. How y'all doing? <laughs> As we're all Skyping. <laughs> yes. This is the very first time that everybody's in on the computer. Everybody. So and y'all time. can actually see me because normally the computer's facing like away from me. <laughs> yeah, my ears should get all the attention from me and Paris. I know. Mm-hmm. I know, Brenda, I'm like, it's going to be weird. They're going to be looking at my face. <laughs> it's even better this way because we all can see each other's see each other. like, facial expressions. Yes. Because mm-hmm. that'd be the funny part. All right, y'all. So like we said, we're all on Skype. So if you hear some background noise, lagging, whatever, bear with us. This is the age of coronavirus. This is what we can do. So here we are. <laughs> right. <laughs> With age of that, coronavirus. Child. Avery has our opening statement. Our opening statement is by the great Cicely Tyson. And she says, challenges make you discover things about yourself that you Never really knew. Amen. Meanwhile, we're sitting in challenges right now. Right. Let's find out about ourselves things that we never knew. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, things you however find. Many weeks, <laughs> however <laughs> many weeks. And hopefully, the things you find out about yourself are good things and not like bad things. Like you're the kind of person that would hoard toilet paper and hand sanitizer for no apparent reason. For no apparent reason. Like y'all. And try to resell it to your fellow places, Americans. Like, Bro, did y'all see that this woman took, um, bought, like, hoarded all of the baby milk and then tried to sell it on eBay or something for, like, double the price? Did they shut it down? That's what Amazon did to people that were trying they to sell They did. They did. They, yeah. they shut it down. Like, I just don't understand. An essential like that, yeah. out of all the things that you would resell at a marked up price, baby milk? Those That's people baby. that um that had the hand sanitizer and Lysol wipes that were trying to resell it for, like, astronomical prices on Amazon, they ended up just donating the whole supply because they couldn't sell it after Amazon shut them down. So, you know, don't be dumb and don't be evil. Bro, it's, it's too much I was going gonna on. say that's just hella evil. Hella evil, y'all. But yeah. So for our first courtroom topic, Louisiana has issued a stay at home order. Actually went into effect about three hours ago. I feel like it should have been an order for New Orleans a week ago. So New Orleans did have an order on Friday, but they beat the Who state. Listened? But mm. oh, they still not listening. <laughs> and I mean, even with the stay away, what I was about to say. So the, even with the order, people can still make groceries, go to pharmacies and medical appointments, pick up food at restaurants, care for family members, walk and jog outside, take pets to the vet, and daycares and stuff are still allowed to be open. Uh, and then all like essential things, so grocery stores, pharmacies, banks, those things are all still open. So I mean, it's it's, it's like basically what we're already doing, kind of sort of. Because then there's some right. people that were still going to work in like these non-essential positions because their bosses were just being jackasses and just like not letting people asses, not bro. go. <laughs> so this kind of effectively closes like the rest of the riffraff. Like I saw today that brick parks were closing. Um, they're mm-hmm. closing the dog parks and playgrounds and stuff. All that was closing. And just Look, stuff the like movie that. theaters don't need to be open. The movie we'll theaters are that. closed, right. Restaurants are closed, <laughs> yeah. like congregation things, like social events, yeah. all those are closed down. What needs to be closed down, but a lot of these Negroes are not complying, and I do mean lots of Negroes are the churches. But hopefully the stay away uh, order helps y'all do better. 
because wait God. i thought they were streaming churches no oh a lot of people were but then i saw like there's a church not too far from my house that had like a tent service that had over a thousand people wow what mm. Mm. And then I saw a video online of um, another local, I think it was another local church. People were all standing in line and coming forth and getting their oil, forehead, anointment, and things. And I'm just like, do y'all not know people? I mean, what? (laughs) Well, I did see, I don't know what I saw it at, but I did see that there was one church and they had posted something like, you know, we don't have like the spirit of fear and God is our protector, you know, still come out to the church and they're basing the guise of, you know, like we trust God and he is our way maker. So we do not fear any virus basically come to church. And I'm not saying that you need to be fearful of this virus, you know, by, by no means am I trying to say that, you know what I mean? But I am trying to say that God did put like these doctors and people in place to warn us about these things, you know? So let that heat, like adhere to their, you know, warnings and advice as far as like trying to stay safe and not and things like that, you know. I'm all for you, President, you know, our good Lord and Savior, but let's just do it in a fashion or in a way that we don't have to spread the virus at the same time. Right. It's like I'm not, no one's asked people to live in a spirit of fear, but you know, a spirit of common sense would be nice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> be spirit right. of wisdom. Just, be stuff. you know, God gave you faith. He also gave you common sense. You can use both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The Bible says that the the church is like within you. The building is not the, the church is the people. It's not the building. So, I mean, if you still are a part of the church, then pray where you at. Like, you don't have to go to the building. I don't, I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand. It just seems like unnecessary risk and just, uh, yeah, just, it's just an unnecessary risk. It is, especially with all the technology that we have right now. Like, you can still get the word at your house. Yeah, now I, knew, right. now I do know some churches were having services and limiting it to the 50 people that they were suggesting be in places. But now the suggestion is no more than 10. So, I mean, what kind of church right. service are you having with 10 people? Just stay home. Bible study. <laughs> look, look, I was about to say, look. That is one small Bible study. Look, we had to do something at the funeral home. For, uh, we had a service that we had to modify because you could only have 50 people last week. It was, it's been, an, it's, yeah, it's a lot. Um, currently in the state of Louisiana, there are, um, 1,172 cases of, um, coronavirus and there have been that's 30. That's today? Yeah, that's today. That was the, okay. so they've gone, they were updating the CD, not, I don't, I don't know if it's CD, CDC site, whatever site where they're updating the Louisiana numbers. Mm-hmm. They were updating it twice a day, but he announced yesterday when he announced the, um, the stay at home order he also announced that they were going to go to reporting the numbers once a day at noon so these are the latest numbers from today at noon a thousand 1172 cases and 34 deaths they said um that the there was this like little graph i saw i didn't even see if it was real or not but it sounded like it was accurate information because of how fast it's growing but saying that in the state of Louisiana, it's growing the fastest here. The, now now that it's here, yeah. it's growing the fastest here than any other state. Any other and country. It's, it's growing faster in Louisiana than, wow. it is, than it has grown anywhere else. <sighs> we have the third highest number of, um, of infections per capita in the country. We're behind New York and Washington State. 
But yeah, it's 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 gotten bad in, in Louisiana. And honestly, when we didn't have any cases, just thinking about what happened in February, i.e. Mardi Gras, it mm-hmm. seemed crazy to me that we didn't have any cases in the first place. Because I was just like, as many people that were in and out of the state, in and out of the city, like, mm-hmm. and when this was growing, it, it made sense to me that New Orleans had been the first place where a case popped up, and it was, and they're like the Louisiana epicenter. New Orleans has the most cases of mm-hmm. any other place that has cases in the state of Louisiana. But it made sense that New Orleans would, would be the spot. Yeah. Well, do you think that, so knowing that symptoms don't show until around the week or two-week mark of you having it, and how long it takes for tech tests confirmations to come back do you like from when we first got our confirmed case could it be possible that you know this this virus was already here around Mardi Gras we just didn't know people had it no it probably was already here because people were telling Trump that it was coming since like January I think the first case Mm -hmm. I think I said last week popped up in China in on like December 1st and I mean, with the way travel is and as easy as it is to move from one place to the other, it didn't make any sense to assume that it wasn't already here. Right. Especially right. when you weren't testing to see if it was here. You're just saying yeah. we don't have any confirmed cases. Well, you're not looking. So you can't confirm what you're not looking for. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially when it, uh, and I think that's what makes this virus so not deadly, but moving as rampant as it is, is because. People don't know they got that shit. Yeah, and you feel fine, so you're still out moving around, mm-hmm. being around people, doing whatever you're doing, and mm-hmm. spreading it and infecting people, and you just don't know until you know. Right. Right. And then it's also, um, there's a person that I know that was trying her damnedest to try to get a test, and it was like, oh, well, you have to have symptoms. Ma'am, yep. I've been exposed to somebody that has tested positive where you don't have symptoms yet. And then you go to the next place where you don't have symptoms yet. So you want me to wait until I can't breathe. Well, the problem is there's not enough tests. (laughs) The test is not going to change. And there's not Mm -hmm. enough of them to go around. Right. Right. And so if they tested everybody that that has, I mean, especially, and it's just, it's like the worst time for this to happen because it's allergy season and we're on the heels of regular flu season. And so people have Mm -hmm. sniffles and all this other stuff that isn't necessarily the coronavirus, but there's no real way to know. Right. Right. Well, I think her issue, because she wanted to know because her job let her know that, hey, it was somebody here that has tested positive. They, you know, work very close to you. Well, she takes care of and lives, you know, with grandma. And she's like, I need to at least know so I can know what to do with my Nana. Mm. Because I don't, if I've been this close to this person who's tested positive and you telling me that you won't test me until I have symptoms, by the time I have symptoms, if I have it, by the time I have symptoms and things of that nature, my Nana probably don't have it. Right. Right. (laughs) So that was her issue. Um, thank God that she knows, you know, she has a good friend of hers that um, is a nurse that was like, well, just come where I'm at and I'll do it for you. But she went to like the, you know, the clinics and stuff mm-hmm. or the drive through places. And they were all like, I mean, you ain't got no symptoms. So no. Because some places weren't testing if you didn't have like a doctor's note saying that you needed to be tested. It's been crazy. Yeah. Well, this one place, the part the 
like really pissed off. Like it was like two forty five, and they were supposed to stop taking people at three, and they started putting the stuff up. And the lady was like, "We've already started putting stuff up, ma'am." The people are dying. Like I need y'all to be less callous. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> I need y'all to. Be it's two forty five. And I know the healthcare workers have been overworked like all hell in this 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 pandemic. I know they have, so I know they're tired and ready to go home and get some rest whenever they can. But that sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's low key like a lose lose situation right now, and that's why it's run, running as rampant as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this one post. Um. Uh. It was basically saying, like, Karen didn't know she had symptoms. She went to work and exposed 10 people. Those people went to work, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it shows you, like, how easily things can just be spread. But it's just really hard when, one, you don't have enough tests, and two, you know, the symptoms don't show up until, by that point, you have exposed however many people. Right. So... I don't know. That's this is this is a hard one to swallow, but I think that if we could have taken more precautions and instead of thinking that it was a hoax or thinking that it was something that the Democrats was trying to put on somebody, I don't know, then maybe. Or, you know, had not laid off all these people that, you know, the person before put in place to protect situations like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know even after there bad. were reports that it was like imminently coming. He was playing golf. No big deal. He's fine. Everything's fine. No big deal. Everything's fine. No big well, deal. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a miracle. It's just gonna go away. It's just one day. It's just gonna go away. But these zero cases. <sighs> um, <sighs> there are nine states now. There are cases in all fifty states, but there's nine states that have uh put statewide shelter in place orders. It's um. California, Connecticut, Illinois, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Oregon, and Pennsylvania. Um, I personally, personally, I think we need a nationwide shutdown. But you know, yeah, who is me? Right. And then the president just did a press conference stating that he did not have. He wants to end this abruptly, basically, and he wants it to end the federal um, shutdown or lockdown to end by next week. He said because this country wasn't made to be shut down. Yes, and people also aren't being made. <laughs> people exactly. aren't made to survive this shit. And the Not doctors, everybody. And the doctors are telling him we don't have the capacity to treat the amount of people who mm-hmm. are affected by right, this. Right, and that's and the I whole... Think that people, I think that people are just of course, a lot of people are asymptomatic and a lot of people are not dying from this. The, mm-hmm. the numbers are very small when you're considering a population of millions of people. Right. However, the hospitals do not have the capacity to treat them. Mm-hmm. People will be sick. So more people will die, not because um, from the virus itself, but because they don't have the, the treatment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to be treated. Right, right. Yeah, because the name of the plan, I think, is like the flatten the curve. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And that's just right. so we don't like, overwhelm the healthcare system. Already, he's a child. Like he's literally, like basically having a tantrum on TV. Like I'm done. I'm tired of it. Like the economy needs to start rolling back. But of course, if you kill people, you're gonna kill the economy. Yes, in it, if like, he opens this up, it's it. going to be worse. <laughs> it's going to be worse. Like, remember, guys, when Trump first got elected, and everybody was like, "If y'all elect him, people are going to die." 
Well, here we are. Welcome. <laughs> People are going to die because this right. man sits in the White House. Mm-hmm. Make America great again. Great. Yeah. Y'all feel great? Doesn't feel that great, huh? I mean, and even on top of all of that, the economy, you got people who are literally being laid off. Yeah. Because, you know, the business can't stay open, so I can't pay my employees. So they, um, I read an article about how the, how much employment has been, uh, unemployment has been filed for a lot of people who have basically lost their jobs because of this virus. Mm -hmm. And the unemployment office is, going fucking oh yeah sorry. yeah sorry i heard their website even like shut down and crashed right. where like yeah. like you couldn't even apply even if you wanted to like you just couldn't yeah so it's so hard to work i don't know the only good thing that might come out of this is that people have seen how trump has completely bungled this entire ordeal and maybe they'll exactly. remember to november Maybe they'll remember. We'll see. Another oh. good thing that I that came out of this is for the air, like pollution. I was watching the news this morning in Washington State. Um, they had the map around like Seattle and how dense the air was from like the use of cars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, with everybody having to stay home and, you know, all this other stuff, like, the air is actually, like, cleaner. Yeah, they were um, showing, like, the, I don't know, whatever the map they show that shows the pop, uh, the pollution. They were showing it over mm-hmm. China when it was, like, because of China's kind of on the downswing. So, well, they were on the downswing, but it sounds like they started kind of laxing on some of the regulations that they had put in place, and they've having, like, a resurgence in China right now, but they were right, on the yeah. downswing previous right, to that. right. But uh, when they did the map over them, like in the height of everything, it was like, oh, China saw blue skies. And I didn't really know p- pollution was bad enough over there that like, they didn't see blue skies. Because I was like, why is this like amazing? Why is this a thing? Yeah, when Italy yeah. shut down, there were like dolphins playing in the canals in Venice right. and stuff. Yeah, like, stuff like that. And the water apparently is usually, usually like cloudy, but you could see through it. It was like clear. So Mother Nature's having living her best life. It's just the rest yeah, of us. Right? The rest of us is having some issues. <laughs> um, okay, so a few things have happened. Well, I mean, lots more than a few things have happened, but a couple things that we kind of want to cover because I'm not sure that they've kind of gotten the press that um, they deserve just because of kind of what stories are. Uh, the Department of Justice has asked Congress to suspend some constitutional rights in the case of an emergency. Um, they're asking for the um, for Congress to suspend some rights. So before we even get into this and it gets all scary, the likelihood of this happening is like zero because, thank the Lord, we took back the House. So the Democrats are not going to agree to this. Like, they, they're not going to agree to this. But they're asking to do things like um, give the ability to chief judges to detain people indefinitely without a trial during emergencies. What? what? No, no, that's, that's a no. They want uh, a time out. Why would they even seek something like that? Like, what is the rationale for even seeking something like that? Basically, they're saying that with the court shut down, like business isn't being done. And so if someone needs to be 
like in control of arrested executing the law. If someone but needs to be arrested, they the should be able to hold code. them. Just you know, until things open back hold up. Them indefinitely. Oh no, no, I'm not no, understanding no, that. I don't part. like the indefinite. Oh no, part. look, like, I'm not defending this. I got nothing. I'm just telling you what they said. It doesn't serve anything. I have nothing. I'm literally just telling y'all what they said. Cause okay, go ahead. I think this is some bullshit. <laughs> let me let me go out first and say that <laughs> this is I'm some sorry, bullshit. Go ahead, finish. I'm sorry. Finish. Go ahead, this yeah. is some bullshit. <laughs> I just I'm just telling y'all what they're saying. What they're asking for. We heard but that's why. <laughs> that's why I led with this. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> We all like hell no. <laughs> That's why I live with before y'all start getting mad at me, this ain't gonna happen. Cause the Democrats gonna be able to say no. And thank the Lord the house is ours. Cause good Lord, they would have pushed it through. Cause you know they would have. They're evil, they're crazy. You know. They would have pushed this through. But the Democrats aren't gonna let it happen. Um, what else are they asking for? They want to pause statute of limitations for criminal investigations and civil proceedings during national emergencies for one year following the end of national emergencies. That would make slight sense. Okay. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one, I can understand that, that one. That one, yeah. Because, I mean, if you can't... Now, look, I'm not giving them no room to do none of this. But that one, I actually, logically, I can understand I that I can one. understand right. that one. I can yeah. stand the basis for you wanting that to, would make okay. sense. to do that. Yeah. I'm not giving y'all none of this, but that right. one makes sense, sure. Um, is that all? That's a lot of things. It was like a whole report, but yeah. So none is happening, like I said, but the executive director for the National Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers said not only would it be a violation of... Um, of affecting pre-arrest. So this means that you could be arrested and never brought before a judge until they decide that the emergency or the civil disobedience is over. I find that absolutely terrifying, especially in the time of emergency. We should be very careful about granting new powers to the government. That is something that should not happen in a democracy. Look, snaps. I'm with him. <laughs> I'm with him because y'all, uh-uh, uh-uh. Agree. I mean, you can you can implement things like, you know, the stay-at-home order and stuff like that, but when you get to a point to where you want to take away people's constitutional rights, literally, that's, that's how the handmaid sale started. Okay? <laughs> that's how it started. They suspended yeah. the Constitution and then all hell broke loose. I'm not with it. Let's not. Yeah, I told like, my mom that. No. I told my mom <laughs> it feels like the start of Handmaid's Tale. Let, let's not do I'm it. You're gonna make me have to go and get all my little cash out my bank. Right, right. <laughs> before you, before you give it to Britain because he's my 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 male male next of kin. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna have to be. I was telling my mom. I said I'm probably gonna be a handmaid because they're not gonna make me a Martha. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm probably gonna be a handmaid. Just be I real. would most yeah. likely be an Econo wife. Yeah, I got too many baby daddies, so I would definitely be a handmaid. <laughs> I'd, oh be a handmaid. <laughs> I'd be an Econo wife because I haven't done anything like publicly that lets people know that I shouldn't be an Econo wife. <laughs> right, right. Avery, you're probably going to be either a handmaid. No, you might be able to be a Martha. Can you cook? I can't be a Martha. <laughs> can we not be picking out our place in Gilead? She might be a Jezebel though, cause she's cute. What? So she might be a Jezebel. She's cute and Girl, smart. Look, look. Here, here's if you make me a Jezebel or a Handmaid's Tale, <laughs> I might just do. I might just rebel on some shit. Just, just you do your Mora, kill people. Like, at, right. At this point, get a little stabby. <laughs> 
Shoot. Hell no. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But right. yeah, talk to suspending funny. the Constitution. That gives me big, huge red flags, alarm bells, yeah, SOS. Not, think, not bro, today, like, not tomorrow, no, not ever. No, Can y'all no, chill? no. We are not suspending constitutional rights ever. Like, no. Like, no. Fuck no. I'm on the first thing smoking out this bitch if they try to say. <laughs> but you can't go hey, nowhere. People aren't fuck, taking, everybody's closed their borders. There's nowhere to go right now. Bitch, I'm about to get in a boat. And <laughs> <laughs> about to just, just find my way to something else. That's, um, the Disney cruise ship is like just sailing around right now with nobody on board but the crew. Like the ship is empty. They're just in the middle of the water. Just out you. Cause hey. it's really the safest place to be if nobody's on board is infected. Stay Look, out there as long as you can. That's true. I mean, at this point, you can turn off the engines and let it just look. Yeah, just as long as you know where you are and how. To, where's North? <laughs> right, you're fine. Mm-hmm. We're good at this point. Uh, but yeah, so I understand it's perilous times and lots of go- lots is going on. But stay woke because they they trying to do some some bullshit. Like. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, stuff like that, and even, and I'm pretty sure we'll probably talk about these these checks that they're trying to give people and what they tried to pass and the small print that was in it and why people said, uh, no. Yeah. Actually, we're not talking about it today, but we can. I hadn't read them. <laughs> just... Oh. I, I've I've seen little be- bits and pieces, so we can yeah, say Yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't like, read them all. I've seen people talking about them, and apparently the Democrats had something they wanted to um, to pass, or they did pass in the House. They passed whatever the Republicans wanted to pass in the mm-hmm. Senate and couldn't get the Democrats. Well, no, I'm sorry, they didn't pass it, but the Senate the vote failed. Because you got some senators that have either, they either have the virus or are self-quarantining because of the virus. Oh. And they can't, they don't have a vote from home mechanism for Congress, oh. which is 2020, guys. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand why you don't have that, but, <laughs> I don't you know. Get it. But um, unless you're physically present, you can't vote. And so without the Republicans that are in quarantine and not able to come, they couldn't get the votes to get it passed without some well, Democratic support. And I, the Democrats was like, mm, no thanks. Well, yeah, I mean, when I read it, uh, what a little piece that I read, apparently, you know, one of the reasons why they a lot of people said no is because, you know, this, these checks that you're giving out to people is from taxpayers. The Republicans apparently wanted to tax the checks that they're giving out to people. They were like, no. Um, there was another part in there that I remember reading that would basically bail out these um basically bail out wall street but still have like an exception the wording i can't remember the wording but the wording was so ambiguous that it would basically still allow those companies to lay off people yeah, so while they're getting this money to, to be bailed out to the extent possible that that's the wording mm-hmm. to the extent possible which means they can they can take that and do what they want with to the extent possible and say well we couldn't keep you anymore, but here's my check from the government, but no, I can't allow you to keep your job. Goodbye. In real life, $1,000, if I truly can't make any money any other way, $1,000 ain't going to do nothing for my bills. Not at all, bruh. <laughs> what? 
Not at all. We yeah, can go into it. It's more been reported as like, later. oh, the Democrats wouldn't vote for, her, but there are real reasons why. The there Democrats are real reasons vote why they said that no. aren't it's being stuck as, in there. Yeah, that aren't yeah. being as widely yeah. publicized. But we'll go over it next week. We literally have nothing but time and opportunity. So I yeah. mean, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll read about it and tell you about it next Cause week because we'll all still be at home. <laughs> no, because wasn't one of the things like they wanted to like um, hold harmless, um, like certain companies that still had like their employees working mm -hmm. and if they ended up having some type of illness or sickness later yep. like they couldn't be yep. sued or something oh, like no. that like yep. it was a whole bunch of loopholes let me bail out the corporation bail out the corporation bail out big business you know your, loophole your people, this loophole this and no not really the, be the, the focus of the people yeah. right exactly right. exactly right. so yeah you do have some media that's spending it like democrats didn't vote for it well yeah. but they read the small print in it yeah. and right it was like no. <laughs> not so fast guys <laughs> yeah it wasn't gonna um it wasn't gonna increase snap benefits which is food stamps it wasn't gonna do that it right, wasn't right. going to um, expand emergency leave provision. It, was go it wasn't going to do a lot of things that are very necessary at mm -hmm. this point. It wasn't going to provide, mm -hmm. like, any help Stop for people that are uninsured. Payments. It wasn't doing any, any of that. So No, it wasn't. That's a problem. So I'm with them not voting for it because right. at this point, okay, so this is a human crisis, and it needs to be dealt with on a level with some humanity and Exactly. Let me say that. Now, purely politics, Democrats hold the cards because, like I just said, um, Trump needs this to get better <laughs> if he's going to secure this, this next election, which we don't want him to. But he needs this to get better, look better, look like they're doing something. So they're mm -hmm. kind of desperate to pass something. So I'm all here for the Democrats like, no, fix it. No, fix it. Fix it, I said. Be. Okay, great. Now that it's fixed... We'll pass it. But I'm with them holding the line and making them act right because mm -hmm. Democrats are bleeding heart liberals and like to do the right thing and all of that. I'm not saying that we shouldn't do the right thing, but at this point, I think the right thing is making them do the right thing, which mm -hmm. they never want to do. But if the situation was, was reversed, Republicans would have no damn problem just letting this go on however long it needed to go on until they got what they wanted. I mean, yeah. because at the end of the day, you know, Oh, another thing that bothers me just with the government, especially those people who don't have any humility in their heart or any empathy in their heart, you know, they do it for show and not for true people and citizens. Right. And I mean, and, you know, you did I'm and I'm going to do my research on it and look into the small print and stuff, too. But if what I was reading the little pieces that I was reading was true. Y'all some evil bitches. Well, we already knew that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Every time they passed another stupid Trump law, we, we knew they were stupid and evil. We knew that. Like, you, basically all your friends or people that you know or your associates are the people who would get these bailouts that don't necessarily need it. Right. I mean, of course, you know, you want to fix the economy and stuff, yes. But your regular regular people sitting here being laid off and stuff, those are the people who really need this right now. Yeah. Coming out telling people like, oh, you're going to be at home for a few weeks, go buy groceries for two or three weeks. What if you can't afford that? Then what do you do? Exactly. Exactly. And that's what makes, that. that's what made me upset with the hoarders and stuff because you have the privilege to sit here and hoard this shit. People don't have that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then everything was happening so fast and changing so fast. It was like, okay, so on a random Friday, okay, the kid's not coming back to school. And at this point, I know the deadline or the, the end date that they have set is like April 14th, but I, Shelly, you heard it here first. School's not opening back up this year. It's not. School's done. Mm-hmm. The kids yeah. are not going back yeah. to school. It definitely um, appears to be that way. Yeah, school's done. I don't, I don't see any any avenue for schools to open back up, especially in Louisiana. I don't think it'll open up anywhere that they've been closed down thus far because it's not getting mm-hmm. any better anywhere. But with the mm-hmm. state that Louisiana's in, I don't believe those schools are opening until August. Are they just gonna pass all the kids? I would hope so because I mean, it was March, mid March when I. I mean, what do you do? You're not going to yeah. make kids repeat second semester of, of one grade, and then, like it's going to mess everything up if you don't just pass them. Now, I have, um, there's a um, an associate of mine that I follow. We went to school together and whatnot. Like, we speak and stuff. We're, we ain't the closest people. Anyway. <laughs> um, she, um, she posted um, her son. So what they basically did with the school was um, turned it into online school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so he had, he still has assignments that he has to do online. Um, and with the, with, they actually have like a Skype thing going to where like, um, 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 like the teacher can talk to the parent and the child about the assignment that had been, that's been done and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, I feel especially in situations like that where the school already had it set up like, all right, we're going to put everything, you know, online and everything like that. I don't see a reason to hold anybody back in that type of situation. Now, I don't necessarily know what you would do in a school that wasn't prepared. Right. And doesn't have that set up. Now, I don't know what you do in that situation. Or just something different. Because like for, you know, my sister's a teacher. She teaches second grade. And for her school the they sent home packets with the kids okay and it was like okay. do, do you take home packet i know she said for the older like the upper level she teaches second grade it's all elementary school uh, k through fifth she said for the upper upper grade students they were doing kind of an online thing for them and okay. those teachers had to kind of like scramble and get everything together but for mm-hmm. casey she's not they don't it's not a mechanism for the second graders so what y'all gonna do but pass them um, well, yeah, yeah. When you in that that grade, yeah, like what are you know, gonna do? kindergarten, preschool, first grade, second grade, yeah, yeah. My son is in fifth grade, and they really, they literally don't have anything. But I bought him like a Brain Quest book, and we're working out of that and doing like online assignments and stuff. But none of the stuff is mandatory. Like they literally don't have right, to y'all. Just really, my niece Marlo. Uh, She's in kindergarten. She starts her online classes next Monday, the 27th. When is March 27th? She yeah, starts her online classes. Well, that's Friday. Oh, yeah. Friday. Yeah, because that was the, that, I don't know. That was the original day, so they said district courts will go open back up. It's not going to happen. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's not going to happen. I don't know. But this I wanted to say, back to us talking about... Um, the DOJ? Lord, No. Oh, the big, you know, big businesses and, and, and politicians not doing, you know, their part as far as, you know, standing for the people. Not all of them, but, mm-hmm. you know, I won't say all Republicans, but that side, that side tends to not be in the interest of the they people more and more so, <laughs> you know, of the business. Did y'all see, what's the guy's name? Um, and, oh, gosh. 
uh, Amari uh, Hardy, 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 Hard. No, is that the guy on Power? Yeah, Power? that's oh, who yeah. I'm thinking of. Amari, no, oh, yeah, no, Hardy. Hardy. Yes, yeah, Hardy. It's um, it was in Florida, and in the Florida. the mayor, he was the magistrate. Right, and he. Oh, uh, the guy that yes. went off. Yes, the yes, man who, I appreciate that. Down, right, him. We need folks like him. We yeah. need folks like Amari. Yeah, he was not having. He it. wasn't having. He but wasn't when you realize what he was upset about, they and were, like listen to yeah. like it was. It was the warranted. city was shutting off people's water off. and then sending them notices. Body. Mm-hmm. Was it water or was it lights? It was something like that. It was something electricity. It was electricity. Okay, it was yeah. electricity. So the city mm-hmm. was shutting off their electricity and then sending the notices basically saying, you could bring us X amount of money and we'll turn them back on as people are trying to get ready for a quarantine, like we just said. Y'all said right. we go buy groceries, but what if I can't afford them? And what I'm going to do in the house with no lights? Right, right, right. And the fact about it is, is, is that the mayor had the power to pause all this. Yes. But all she could do was get mad when he called her out on it. What did he say? My favorite line was, you failed to act. You, I was like, oh. Like, I no, literally she, was jumping as, as joy, she did. Y'all. I was jumping as she for did. joy. And I wish you had more people that was that passionate about Right, you know, helping the people, doing what's yeah. right. Like, like these are the times that character is shown. Like, truly, who mm-hmm. you Absolutely. are shines through so brightly in times of crisis. Yeah, and yeah. I just hope people's memories last long enough to remember when it's time to vote. Right, right. Because people are showing you who they are, who is mm-hmm. competent, who is batshit crazy. Everybody is going to see who everyone is right about now. Right. That's what I wanted to tell y'all. I wanted to nominate for our Black National Treasure. Him. Oh, that was a good guy. Wait, he I can definitely think of him until right now. I can't think of him until right now. He can definitely be added to there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and because I remember the mayor, I watched that clip, and she was like, well, I'm canceling this. And he was like, the attorney already told you you don't have the power. You don't have that power either. I was like, oh, <laughs> got you. But I'm about. Yeah. Well. We need more people like him. Yes. We need more people like him. And less so, people like the yeah. mayor. Right, right. No, but no the bad the part mayor. about it is, there's so many people in these positions that are like that mayor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the it's problem. way more of her than it is of him. That's and that problem. is an that's absolute facts. problem. That's facts. Because once these politicians and these elected officials start getting their checks, they don't give a damn. No, no. and they they just lose sight of the reason that you're supposed to be here. What's supposed to be the point? No, they right. want to be there for their own glory. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or that extra little kickback that they get from, you know, not voting for something or voting for something. Well, yeah. Hmm. yeah. And we know these people personally, a lot of us. So. <laughs> <laughs> we know how they come. Already. Um, I we didn't cover it, and I actually I should have said this before, but the Louisiana election has been moved because of the coronavirus. Um, I had the dates, and I don't have them right now. But yeah, she does have the dates because she told them to me. Yeah, I told them. To it's like June me. something, is it not? The primary is in June, and the general is in July. But if y'all give yeah. me a hot second, I think you told me early voting starts June sixth. The Louisiana primary got pushed back to June 20th and the general election is July 25th. So um, we're going to be cutting it real close to the DNC, like the, the Democratic National Convention. But doesn't look like it's really going to matter because mm-hmm. Joe Biden is running away with this race. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah. That's not one of our topics. But yeah, Joe Biden is, is running away with this race. 
Bernie Sanders is still in it. Tulsi finally dropped out. We're actually at two now. Uh, from 25 to 2. And we nice. ended up with two old white men. Right. Yeah. Such a disappointment. Uh, Joe Biden did commit to picking a woman for um, for Vice his, President. His running mate, yeah. And, which is, you know, more exciting for me and y'all, <laughs> he committed to putting a black woman on the Supreme Court when, when we're going to speak this, when he is elected. Amen. I'm with it. Because, y'all, I, I can't. Hey. If this doesn't prove to his supporters that Trump is just incompetent on, like, basic things, I just, I don't know mm-hmm. what y'all need. I mean, look, the people I know that voted for Trump all voted for him for selfish reasons. Well, so. the big reason that most people have been given is the economy. Well, the economy's in the shitter, so what else y'all got? Oh, well, he doesn't say good things. My 401k looks good. How's it look now? Oh, okay. That he could have prevented question. some of this. Not all of it. It was mm-hmm. some regardless. But some of this could have been mitigated. Well, he said he ain't taking responsibility for none of this. Well, when does he ever? So, you know. <laughs> he is the most unpresidential leader I have ever seen in any country. He's the worst. Like, literally, that is the role of a leader. To Like, the buck stops here. That, like, that's literally the role of a leader. And he's the person that gets on TV and says, I take no responsibility for anything. Mm-hmm. he's like a child oh it's mind blowing and so infuriating because we didn't have to be here we had the most qualified no, person ever running for president and y'all man or no. woman she was person. the most qualified but <laughs> I mean you know and yet here we are a bitch and... but her emails I mean you know when you're dealing with a, with a population not even a population you know you know what your audience is and you know what they'll take. It don't take much. So, Speaking of his audience, while Trump was denying that coronavirus was coming to America, the white supremacists were ramping up their uh, biochemical <laughs> weapons, their biological weapons um, talks. So in February, which is when Trump was still calling it a hoax, there was a briefing that went out for federal law to federal law enforcement and they were saying that violent extremists continue to make bioterrorism a popular topic among themselves. Uh, white, racially motivated, violent extremists have recently commented on the, on the coronavirus, stating that it is a, quote, obligation to spread it should any of them contact, uh, contract the virus. And the obligation that they feel about spreading it is saying that they need to take it to minority communities and law enforcement in such places to infect the most amount of people they can to, you know, kill everybody that isn't white or to start the race war. That's really what they want to do. They want to start a race war. Who said so this? Plan, so their plan is to do basically what they've done to, you know, the indigenous people of this country and other places around the world. So it was released by the Federal Protective Service, which is a part of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. That's who released the the brief saying this. And it went out to federal law enforcement agencies, basically just kind of telling them to watch out for this kind of stuff. But somehow it got leaked as things do. Uh, But yeah, while he was claiming it wasn't uh, it wasn't a big deal, his people were already planning on how they were going to use it for the demise of the rest of us. Um, They were saying that they should do things like put saliva in a spray bottle. 
uh, touch, like, cough or whatever and touch um, the elevator buttons in the elevator to, like, infect all the buttons, um, like, lick their hands and touch doorknobs, all that kind of stuff to just infect as many people as possible. So this I mean, so look, we're talking about white supremacists. They're not the brightest bunch to start with. Baseline. They're, they're not true. the smartest, most logical, well-thinking people to begin with. So, I mean, I could see them feeling like this was the way to go. So you rather put yourself in harm to hurt other people. Well, from what I could tell from the article, it wasn't that they were saying, like, go get infected. But should you find yourself infected, at least use the infection to your advantage. Oh, my gosh. That's stupid. Uh, they were monitoring their communication on a messaging app called, called Telegram, which I have never heard of. But apparently I wouldn't because it's very popular among the white supremacists. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> I have no reason I've heard of it. I haven't heard of it. But that's how they, they saw all this happening. Um, but yeah, they were also talking about this neo-Nazi that they're all like enamored with. His last name is Mason, actually. <laughs> And he uh, touts this idea of accelerationism, which is advocating for extremists to attack with attack with the goal of provoking a race war, or otherwise larger societal conflict. So they're trying to start a race war. That's literally what they're doing. But yeah, so like I said, there the coronavirus is going on, but like in the midst of that, there's like lots of stuff going on under the surface that has nothing to do so with just like staying at your house. I mean, but stuff like that—that's. Do they understand that's a crime to like purposely give your virus to somebody else? These people don't care about. These are the same people that are blowing up churches. They don't care about crimes. Mm, they, mm. This is true. Blowing this up is churches, true. blowing up federal buildings. These are these people. They don't give a damn about crimes. Say that they don't give. They don't give two shits. Burning crosses on people's lawns—that crimes. What's, what's crimes? Mm. A fun day in a park. <laughs> what are crimes? What did you speak of? Girl. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, but that's it for our courtroom topics. We have a couple of kitchen table topics for you. If you have, well, I don't know. I don't know. If you're around here, you've probably seen it. There was a video circulating of the Jared, Jared, yeah. Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. Um, they were arresting a 26-year-old named Dominique Griffin in Bridge City, Louisiana. Uh, the video went up on Facebook and Twitter on Monday, March 19th. And the video, it showed several Jefferson Parish Sarah's officers, like, I guess, well, not I guess, trying to arrest Mr. Griffin. And they're, like, on him, as they do. Uh, and you see, um, they're videotaping, and you see a cop that's closest to the video, that the video, and he has, he's holding something in his hand and you see him put it on the ground and like, they say, w the people video and like, oh, what's he doing? What's he doing? He plants stuff, he plants stuff. And then he picks it back up. And it looks hella suspicious. Like, <laughs> it looks very suspicious. And at the end, when they say, oh, he's picking it back up, the officer actually gets up and it looks like he's coming at the people that are videotaping. You hear the people in the background saying, oh, get in the house, get in the house, get in the house. Like, it's like they're running from him because they're afraid that he's coming to take the video or the race or something like that. That's kind of how it sounded. Um, I guess I could play it. It was everywhere. 
Why not? Man, what a crack game. 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 Man, what a so that's it. That's all it really is. But um, what you what you're seeing, what you're hearing is what I just told you about. So that you're seeing him put it down, pick it up, and the people are like, "What you doing?" and then run away from him. Um, the spokesperson, the spokesman for the sheriff's office, Jason Rivard, told the Fox News Eight that the police were responding to a call about a man allegedly sharing, uh, selling drugs. And Mr. Griffin fit the description. Hmm. So they proceeded to tackle him during the arrest. Uh, he said, the video in question is part of the evidence that has been collected in this case. It has been alleged by third parties that evidence on the scene was planted by one of our deputies. Our on-scene deputies have been interviewed in this matter and gave reasonable explanations to the actions depicted in the video. Um, after it kind of wasn't dying down after a few days... The sheriff, uh, Joseph Lepinto, he also held a press conference and he said that um, he the bag which had pills inside it was removed from Mr. Griffin's pocket during the arrest um, and that the the officer had them in his hand from removing them from from his pocket and was just putting them down. Now, why he was putting them down? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. But that's what they're saying happened. Uh, they're also saying that during kind of the struggle, Griffin bit an officer. And so subsequent to all of that, he has been charged with, uh, he has two narcotics charges, battery of an officer, battery on officer with injury, and resisting arrest with force or violence. Um, according to the sheriff, he has admitted that the, um, the drugs were taken off of him and has apologized for biting the officer. He said even the suspect said he had possession of those pills. The drugs that were on the scene were previously confiscated from the suspect's pocket before the video started to play. This don't smell right. <laughs> right. It I was about to say lies. It doesn't. Lies. Like, I mean, if you confiscated them from him earlier in the arrest or in the situation, why would you take them out your pocket and put them on the ground? Yeah. It just what make what it was sense. that point? Like, why isn't it sitting in your car as evidence? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like if you if y'all can go if y'all go watch the video, like if you just Google Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office planning drugs or something like that, it should come up. But like, he wasn't actively involved in holding the suspect down or actually involved in the arrest. He was just like kneeling close by. You, there was no reason he for you to be like, in the area, putting anything on the ground or picking anything up. Like it just didn't, he, it didn't make any sense. He actually looked very suspicious. He did. And like when they he said did. we're he videoing did. you, he like looked at the camera like, oh shit. And then he picked it yeah. up. Like it just, it didn't look right. It didn't look right at all. It didn't. And so the, the BS that they are giving as an explanation, even like at this point, seeing the video and seeing how the police officer reacted and what he did and how he was acting, even if the suspect 
came out and said it was mine, I still wouldn't believe him. Like, mm. that's how the video looks. Like, it's like the video is like just a, just telling you the truth. And you are sitting here trying to tell me that it's not. The sheriff said that he owned up to his mistakes because he didn't want to continue spreading false rumors about what happened. Did he, though? Like, did he? Or did y'all go in a room and tell him, you better say that that, that was yours? Like, I don't know. Maybe my just thoughts of, like, <laughs> the situation. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying I believe I mean, them. I'm just telling y'all what they said happened. <laughs> yeah, like, you can say that's what, you know, you said happened, but I don't know. In my hearts of hearts, no. Like, I mean, could like, this have happened? Yes. Yes. But looking at the video, this was not the vibe I got. No, right. it wasn't. Like, not at all. Like, literally, and Maya and Paris, y'all have little children. Y'all know that look y'all kids give you when they know they're doing something they ain't supposed to be doing? <laughs> That's the look that was on that police officer's face. <laughs> yeah, he, like, he got he caught. Was like, yes! He looked like, like the cat that got the canary. Yes. He looked like he got caught. Yeah. Yes. And then this is my thing. All his face. Then, okay, this is my thing. Why are you getting up chasing down, you Whoever know, stick onlookers? Yeah. They, they did not interfere. They did not cross no threshold. I mean, they, they weren't advancing. The they weren't doing anything. They were standing back. They might have been talking, you know, oh, we recording it. We recording it. But they didn't call you out your name. They didn't call you out. All they said is we recording it. He planning. He planning. They didn't move from their spot. You got up and began to chase them. You sought after them. For what reason? You weren't in fear for your life. You weren't in jeopardy. Like, I don't understand. They can watch to it to ensure that you're doing your job by the book because you know that they caught you doing something that you had no business doing. Right. Exactly. And that was how it looked. Exactly. <laughs> it looked like he got That's caught exactly doing some bull. That's how it looked. Yeah. Yeah. So this went, like, nationally viral. It got picked up all over because the video looked how it looked. Um, and so they're trying to defuse situation and everything and make all these statements, but I don't know how much it's really going to help in the current climate. Cause even us, we're like, yeah, mm -hmm, nah. Yeah. You can <laughs> tell me that that's what happened, but I watched the video and that, that's clearly not what happened. Yeah, that doesn't look like what's going on at all guys, but you know, right. Right. Y'all lying is, is y'all are really good at that. So, you know, do you? Uh, I'm looking at the video again, y'all. Like he wasn't even a good actor of trying to plan this shit. Like no. he wasn't even. And you're good on the side with the people. There's no people on the other side. If you just like <laughs> switch sides of the commotion, it you're not stealthy mm. at all. Like they should have picked another police officer to plant that. You're, you're a bad criminal, <laughs> if, sir. Yes, you are a bad criminal. <laughs> you're the opposite of the smooth criminal Michael was thinking about. You're, you're a bad criminal. <laughs> Uh, also, not the best criminal, Andrew Gillum. Okay, so oh, wait, wait, what's your title for this? <laughs> His fall from grace. He has fallen. His fall guys. from oh, grace. Guys. He's, yeah. he's fallen so far and so quickly, <laughs> and it hurts because I was I was standing yes, for Andrew. Yes, he seems so promising. Mm -hmm. I almost said something I probably shouldn't, but yeah. Um. Former Florida gubernatorial candidate, Andrew Gillum. He's 40 years old, married father of three. He served the, he served as the Tallahassee city commissioner and mayor uh, before running for governor in 2018. He ended up losing to uh, Ron DeSantis in some fluky dooky stuff, but, you know, he did lose. Uh, 
And since the midterms, he has served as a CNN commentator and was in the conversation to be um, a vice presidential pick. And now he's not. Mm. Not and not just because Joe Biden has committed to picking a woman. It was before that. So on Friday, March 13th, uh, Miami Beach officers went to a hotel called the Mondrian Hotel in South Beach to um, a room. And inside the room, there were three men. One of them was Andrew Gillum. One of them was 30-year-old Travis Dyson. And the other was 56-year-old Aldo Mejas. Um, so the police report got leaked or released or whatever. The 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 police in Miami were saying, you know, sun, uh, Florida has a sunshine law. So basically everything is public record. You get whatever you want. But they said they hadn't really received really at the time any real public uh, records request so there weren't they said they weren't sure on how it got out but it's like y'all's official documents so something happened but um the police report was circulating and Dyson the 30 year old was being treated for a possible drug overdose um the other man Mejas the 56 year old he's the one that actually called um the fire and rescue people when officers got there, Andrew Gillum was unable to communicate due to his inebriated state. Um, they f- were able to find out later that Dyson was the one that rented the room. Um, and Maja said that when he got there, he saw Gillum vomiting in the bathroom and Dyson collapsed on the bed and began vomiting. Um, eventually, they were transported to Mount Sinai Medical Center and Gillum was allowed to leave. But in the room, the police recovered three small clear baggies of what was suspected to be crystal meth. At this time, I think it's been confirmed that it was crystal meth. But they they confiscated these bags out of the room. Uh, Andrew Gillum made a statement Friday after this happened and said, uh, he, he put this on Twitter. He said, I was in Miami last night for a wedding celebration when first responders were called to assist one of my friends. While I had too much to drink, I want to be clear that I have never used methamphetamines. I apologize to the people of Florida for the distraction this has caused our movement. I'm thankful to the incredible Miami Beach EMS team for their efforts. I will spend the next few weeks with my family and appreciate privacy during this time. Okay. So he said he was there for a wedding. Very shortly after, they talked to Dyson, who um, they were able to figure out was a male escort Escort. and Mm -hmm. a porn star performer named Brody Scott. Uh, And he advertised himself on rentmen.com. They were able to ascertain from him that he said, I was not... I personally was not celebrating a wedding. I don't know if he was in town for a wedding. He didn't mention that. Uh, and he also added that he and Andrew Gillum have been, quote, friends for a while. Uh, Sunday, March 15th, he issued a press release and he said, well, this is, I'm just going to read this to y'all, the whole thing. It's not terribly long. I'm just going to read the whole thing. After conversation with my family and deep reflection, I have made the decision to seek help, guidance, and inner res- wait, yeah, help, 
guidance and okay after conversation with my family and deep reflection i have made the decision to seek help guidance and enter a rehabilitation facility at this time this has been the wake-up call for me since my race for governor ended i fell into a depression that has led to alcohol abuse i witnessed my father suffer from alcoholism and i know the damaging effects it can have when untreated I also know that alcoholism is, all, is often a symptom of deeper struggles. I am committed to doing the personal work to, to, uh, to heal fully and to show up in the world as a more complete person. I now need to firmly focus on myself and my family. I will be stepping down from all public-facing roles for the foreseeable future. I want to apologize to my family, friends, and people of Florida who have supported me and put their faith in, faith in me over the years. I ask that you respect um, my and my family's privacy during this time. Thank you. Hmm. Um, yeah. I don't, that's, it's like a, a story that you would have never thought would come out about him, but came out. Yeah. When him. this dropped, I was like, what? really? Yeah. Like, I was like, what is what is going on? Everything like that went wrong went wrong. Went yeah. wrong. Yeah. Uh so after the the story kind of hit, they started releasing pictures. So um this gay white ring white right wing activist named Jacob Ingalls was the first, I think, to publish the picture of um, Andrew Gillum or what is alleged to be Andrew Gillum. It hasn't really been confirmed or denied, but there is a man who appears to look a lot like Andrew Gillum lying on the floor of a bathroom, um, head on a towel and the towel seems to be vomited on. And the man in the picture is naked. There also mm-hmm. has some other pictures that were published by the daily mail that showed, um, uh, the little baggies with the white powder, uh, prescription drug comp- drug containers and like alcohol and stuff. Uh, yeah. They didn't confirm that this was them, but one of the articles I read said like the floors in the picture matched the floors in other hotel rooms from the same hotel. So take with that what you will. And because this man was a bright rising Democratic star, the Republicans wasted no time piling on. Of course. Yeah, I mean, and it was expected. Mm-hmm. They're like, when I saw this, yeah. I was like, oh, they about to drag you. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, they about to drag you. Uh, and they did. Isaiah Washington, Mr. I Got Fired from Grey's Anatomy, he said, this gives a whole new meaning to being asked out. What y'all gonna do now? And he um, he mentioned Keith Boykin and Jared Hill. If I'm a homophobe, then y'all are heterophobes. Not a thing. Just a bunch of clowns covering up for Andrew Gillum with CNN's help. Look at this man butt naked like a slave doped up with massa. Ew. Uh, wow. Yeah. Who said that? Isaiah Washington. What in the world? Um, <laughs> y'all sis Candace Owens. <laughs> What the hell she say? She had to have said something real slick. She got accused of being homophobic. And so she tweeted, what is beginning to take shape now is an underground network established between conservatives and law enforcement members. Uh, Law enforcement officers are realizing that the mainstream media does not have their back and won't tell the truth. Reporters just make up their, uh, just make their job harder and profit for their work. Cause she was, yeah, she got dragged and she didn't like it. She never does. 
And then James Woods uh, said, just remember, this could have been Florida's governor in the midst of the Wuhan hashtag Wuhan coronavirus pandemic. Make sure you vote hashtag Republican in November like your life depends on it because it does. Mm. Mm. Okay. okay. I mean, I can't look. They're dragging him, and yeah, I can't even. I'm mad not about even surprised. The I'm, not, I'm not really mad. I'm not surprised because it's just because of the situation. Like, I mean, it, you were found in a hotel room with those who were not your wife and with drugs everywhere, but naked. Listen, this happens to some random Republican that I didn't like. We would all be here talking the same kind of stuff. So whatever. No, absolutely. So right. that's what I'm saying. Like he. It's take a real messed up situation. Yeah, right. you gotta take your L with that one. Yeah, you, you take, take your L. It's a true fall from grace, as Shelly says. And I mean, it's very unfortunate. But I mean, you were you were willingly in that room with them. Look at me. And uh, yeah, like <laughs> so. And I mean. There was crystal meth found in the room. There were pills found in the room. Even though he only talked about alcoholism, you were around the drugs, you know? And you end up being associated with whatever was found in that room, so. The only part I didn't like um, is that technically no one knew that, and assuming he has gay leanings or whatever no one knew that that was like a part of his life his lifestyle or anything like that and so basically for all intents and purposes he's been outed nationally um, yeah in the media yeah. and is kind of being drug and it's not because well for a lot most people it's not because of the man or whatever but it it's it's just kind of all encompassed inside of it so it feels icky um but yeah, I mean, I mean like I'm not him being down low or gay or whatever the case may be isn't completely the issue for me. It's in the state that you were found. Um, and even if, if he wanted, like, I don't have a problem with Pete, like, the, him being, yeah, that's my issue. Um, I do have an issue with the fact of, you know how this is looking on your family though yeah i told you before we started my biggest like oh my god i was like your wife your kids oh my god yeah your wife and your children <laughs> yeah yeah how yeah. are they going to be affected yeah because honestly me personally i would have had the exact same reaction if you had been found with a woman it wasn't exactly it wasn't exactly. that who it was, it was. The fact you were found, right, it was the fact right. that it wasn't your wife <laughs> right whoever right. it was it wasn't your wife that's a problem right. Right. It wasn't who you were married to. I mean, so it's so un oh my god. Yeah, it's awful. It's just awful. It's absolutely awful. But I will say, this happening kind of during this coronavirus stuff kept it from getting as much press as it would have gotten. Cause this would have right. been everywhere if this happened on just a regular news day. Right. This right. would have been on right. every channel with every detail. It would have been everywhere. But the virus, he's not gonna live this down for a while. He's, he's not. Gonna, he's not gonna live it down for a while. while. He's he not gonna might ever be done. live it down. Well, I don't know about ever because uh, Jerry Springer was able to parlay that into something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I, and I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he could. I don't know. 
It, and people, Americans generally. I don't think he's gonna be your. I don't think he's gonna be Florida's governor after this. We'll I, say that. I don't think he. I don't. Either. I don't think. You know what? You're right. So politics wise, I think he's kind of. Yeah, like, I think he's done politics, and he might not yeah. be. I mean, it's Florida. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's he might not be, but I I could see the politics being done. I could see that. But you know, America's love a comeback story. We're rooting for That's you. True. Uh, well, I, I I'm think he could get you. a nice little book deal out of this. Because yeah, the details are like what in the, the hell? The details, happened? people, people <laughs> want to know, happened? honey. But I almost don't want him to do it because if you stop giving it life, people will stop talking about it. Because right now, right. everybody's focused on not dying. Right. We're no, talking about not. it because we stop talking it's, about it. It's gonna, it's <laughs> gonna take a while. Um, because every time he goes out or around at this point, it's it's going to. They're gonna be like, so that 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 hotel room in Miami. Well, I guess the right. right spot of being quarantined, he'll have to go nowhere for a little while. Just sit back. <laughs> and you know what? No, honestly, with all the stuff going on, he probably low key picked the perfect time for this to come out. Cause people we see it and of course it's in the news and stuff, but it's not the biggest story. No, it's mm-hmm. not. And at this point, it could have been nothing's the biggest, biggest story. story except this virus. This is the biggest exactly. story. Wall to wall's new coverage. Every day, every day. I'm not watching mm-hmm. that all day. I cannot watch that all day. Right. But yeah. Um. So, best of luck to the Gillums, the whole family, because he's done this, and it's all of them that are going to be affected. Uh. So. Right. So all of them. Right. Love and light. Especially his children too. Like I can only imagine. Well, shit. I mean, I'm in school right now, so they can't be bullied. Technically, no, but maybe. you're sitting at home looking at your cheating. Mm. Yep. Shoot. He locked in with his wife and his kids. That might not be the best situation either. I don't know. That's I hurtful. don't know. I don't know. That sucks. Yeah. Sucks for everybody involved, but mostly, more so them because they didn't have anything to do with any of it. They just collateral. Right. Like, I'm just, I mean, I feel for his family because you guys basically woke up to a story of this person that you love. To be basically dragged through the mud. Yeah. And how far he fell from grace too, right? Mm. Like, yeah, because like the way the way him and Stacey Abrams kind of came up, it was like all of Black America had rallied behind both of them because it was happening at the Mm -hmm. same time. They were neighboring states, and it was like Mm -hmm. both of them have a chance of winning, and both of them came within a hair's inch of winning. Right. Hoochie. And I mean, in all honesty, you know, we can talk about what's her name, Candace. But she did bring up a, a a thought like this could have been Florida's governor. Like, what if he Dang. was Florida's governor and this came out? You know. Well, okay. If we're going off what he said as to you know his reasoning mm-hmm. and rationale, losing helps. If right? he was governor, he, he would probably not have been would not have been in this situation. and would not have quote unquote, I shall have to say, fallen from grace. <laughs> it's not that I like to say it it's just that that's literally what happened that's literally mm-hmm. what what happened you're right it is but it hurts my feelings because I was like I was one of the people that was, that, yeah I was one of the people that were like okay Stacey Abrams, Andrew Gillum it looks like there's some like youngish life black life in the Democratic Party I was excited yeah. Yeah, it looked like we had some people that were pulling themselves up to be the forefront of like the black 
people of the party. So I was I was here for mm-hmm. it. And I'm still very much so here for Stacey, who is one of the Me names too. in contention for this vice presidential nominee. I'm all the way here for that. Oh, that'll be like, oh, you thought. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for that. That'll be the ultimate, oh, you thought. I'm here for it. Couldn't be the governor of Georgia. Don't worry, boo. I'll Don't just be the vice president it. of all of this. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That would give me so much life. <laughs> that that would be great. It would be great. We'll see though. We'll see how things pan out. Uh, but that's it for our um kitchen table topic. So I wanted to ask y'all, what are y'all doing to stay busy during these dark quarantine days? Y'all TikToking videos? Hell no. <laughs> but I watch them though. I watch them. Though. I work from home. That's what I, I do. I, I work from home too. Like in a seriousness, even though we're quarantining and whatnot, like I get to go to work. I'm just gonna work eating in my bed or at the dining room table. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, before we left the firm, they made sure everybody's remote access worked. If you didn't have internet at your house, they gave you a hot spot, all of that oh, stuff. Was like serious. Oh yeah. And to the point to where like like all of our files that we need to get into, they put a password on it to where we could pull them up at home and everything instead of having to be on the network at work. Oh, yeah, they want y'all to work for real. So in all honesty, like I'm at 8.30 to 4. I'm at work. I'm, like today I had like a conference call with some clients and some, uh, some state workers and stuff. So... No, honestly, too, I got an email from my judge. Um, we're having, uh, we're testing out some type of software to where we can basically have court over the computer. Oh, wow. That's a lot. So, I mean, I'm still at work. So. Right. Yeah, I'm still at work. Yeah, I'm still like having <laughs> fear from, fever from being, like, indoors? Uh, I haven't felt that yet because I guess I'm still at work. <laughs> Yeah. I'd be like, like when four o'clock rolls around or five o'clock, depending on if I take me a lunch or not, you guys. Um, when I close my laptop, I'd be like so beat as if I went to work that I come in my room and be like, mm, let's see what's on TV. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten the cabin fever yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I finally caught up on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. I haven't watched that in forever. Y'all, I was cracking up. They are so funny. <laughs> I bet they are. I was telling Britton, because he said, he was telling me something about Charm School. You know that old show Monique used to host? Yeah, with Monique. He was showing yeah. me a tweet about Charm School. He was like, I don't know if you watch Charm School. I was like, you don't know if I watch Charm School. This kind of stuff is the reason I watch these ratchet TV shows now. Yeah, I grew exactly. up on this. What do you mean? <laughs> This is exactly how I've ended Charm up here. School, flavor of love. All of it. I love New love. York. Mm-hmm. All of it. <laughs> All of it. I even watched the white one. Um, the one with Brett Michaels. Yeah. Rock of Love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, watched I used to watch um The Real World faithfully. So the you know, Back then, I was really into Ratchet TV. I'm not into it as much as I, I was back then. But. Well, I've really been using it more kind of as a distraction to not 
just live my life on MSNBC because I, I can't. It's it's doing way too yeah, much. Yeah, as of right now, yeah, you can't you can't watch the news too much. Like, let me find something else I can binge and be entertained by for a while. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Sometimes you need a break from the from the news and the harsh realities of the world right now. So for our Black National Treasures this week, we're highlighting DJ D Nice and Club Quarantine. So since last Monday. DJ D-Nice, whose real name is Derek Jones, has been DJing out of his Los Angeles living uh, on Instagram Live. Uh, over 150,000 people were watching his nine-hour set of just music. Nine hours, bro? Mm-hmm. Some celebrities dropped in, Michelle Obama, Avery Renee, yep. Brianna, Oprah, Tasha Smith, Janet Jackson, and Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. <laughs> they all were, uh, people were just talking about this, like, oh, my feet hurt. I'm tired in my living room. Like, people were just talking about all this stuff going on. And he's the one that started it. So after he started doing this, like, all over, like, the country, there were, like, all these little mm-hmm. pop-ups, um, live people DJing, like, out of Out their house, yeah. Either their houses, or I saw a guy look like he was in, like, a deserted club. It's just, like... People are practicing social distancing and having a good time. And I yeah. mean, black people, this is like what we do. We make and people right. are giving out of the worst situation. Right. Speaking, speaking of that for him, um, uh, Anthony Hamilton did a, did a concert out of his um, living room yesterday. I watched that. It, Anthony's voice is just bruh. Oh my god! I mean, and he was just in his living room, just singing, and I was barefoot with him, barefoot, <laughs> singing along, yelling with him. at his kids and stuff. Point time, you made me get the belt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we can. We I appreciate that from him. Um, I have some friends of mine who are DJs that they did it too, and especially being, you know from Louisiana and those DJs that I follow that I know from Louisiana I had a damn good time Wait, watching it live so did you see the one the DJ from Baton Rouge who was it what's his it. name I can't think of his name right now DJ Mario there was a fight mm-hmm. <laughs> at the- <laughs> Wait, it was a fight like, you know, like a fight would have happened in a club? Okay, so it was like, you. <laughs> we were this close. We were this oh close. Oh, my God, right. And then, of course, everybody's like, leave it to the Baton Rouge DJs. All these people just socially distancing and DJing on live. And here come you Negroes fighting. You want to actually fight. It was like three dudes. It was like the guy that was DJing and like two of his, like, I guess his homeboys were just there as well. And mm-hmm. he's in the middle of his set, and he's playing, and then you just see the people fighting, like. <laughs> I saw a clip of the people fighting from his stuff, and you're right; it just come across the screen. Yeah, you're just like, oh, is y'all fighting? Is that? <laughs> y'all oh, doing? oh, they are fighting. How y'all get to fight the quarantine party? <laughs> uh, but DJ oh. D Nice said, "I would never, I would have never imagined that the best party I would create and DJ would be from the comfort of my own home. Homeschool is a thing. Yesterday was absolutely insane. The amount of artists and friends that virtually partied with me far exceeded my far exceeded my expectations. I am feeling nothing but gratitude. Thanks to all of you that supported. This has been a great way to keep our spirits high. So, in case you missed the boat." 
His Instagram handle is at dnice, D-N-I-C-E. And I think I'm looking at Instagram right now at 930 on Monday. And I think he's live right now as we speak. (laughs) So, um, yeah, he's calling it homeschool. It's great. It's been keeping people's morale high. People have been enjoying this. Uh, A lot of the different TV networks are doing things like Alone Together and all of that. And this was really in that spirit. Like, at one point, I think he had like a million people on there watching. Like, it was was crazy. That's nice. But shout out to you, sir. Go ahead. In the midst of this, I would like to just shout out the DJs that I was watching, which was, so there's Twins. They're both DJs. Uh, DJ Twin, Too Hot, DJ Twin, 318, and then MC DG. Go, go, DJ. And I was just in, I was at home, like, really feeling my ratchetness of life. <laughs> <laughs> I can, but you know what, you guys, like, I can appreciate that. I can appreciate it because, like, you know, like, Shelly was talking about that, uh, you know, you get this feeling of being stuck inside. You get it on Instagram, and it's like, oh, I can have a party in here. Yeah, and we're all out together. Music? <laughs> we all out. We in this thing together, and then when you see how many people are on that live with you, like, okay, right, you know. So we figuring it out. Let's just hope everybody else try to figure that shit out. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's I just love... hope they stop fighting on on online. Girl, that was that tickled <laughs> me. I was. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do love the resilience of black people. Like whatever you yes. give us, we gonna joke, we gonna clown, we gonna have yes. a good time to the end, till the wheels fall off. We here. I, right. I, I love it. You know, though, you know, we we done been through some things. So for us, sometimes we do make light of some situations, but that's just the it's way just we how roll we cope. with the punches. We yeah, smile yeah. through the pain. It's how we deal. Yeah. And you gonna you gonna get these smiles and these jokes while we quarantine. We we in the exactly. House, but we gonna laugh exactly. while we here. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, wash your damn hands, please. Stay at please. your house. Don't right. don't go out just to do things in public. Like socially distance yourselves. If you do go out in public, you need six feet, a six six feet around you at all times. Just be smart, y'all. This stuff lives in your body for so long before you even might know you have it. You could infect a lot of people. Just right. Just make good decisions. Be safe. Love on your people. Don't go crazy in the house. Go get some sunshine at some point. Just right. yeah, you right. can you can you could take a walk and whatnot. Just keep six feet. Yeah, just don't let like I was walking today and there was some people coming towards me. I said, oh, turned right around, walk the other way. Like I'm not doing this. I don't want nothing y'all got. But it's okay. You're out here. I'm out here. Just we're gonna distance ourselves. It was fine. Just, yeah, y'all be safe because it's, it's a lot going on. told you guys. Yeah, it's a lot going on. Remember I told you guys I was going to give me some wing stop before we started? hmm Three cars pulled up at one time, me and two other cars. All of us went in that lobby alone. And it was, like, understood. Like, yeah, like don't, the first don't follow me. Car, <laughs> yeah, like, the first car that, I was the second car that pulled up, and there was a truck that pulled up after me. That first car that came, she got out. She got her food. She came back out. I looked at the guy in the truck because he was parked right next to me. So I went in. I came out. I got in the car. And then he went in and came out. And even to the point when we were, when I was in there, the lady behind the counter, I, I wasn't up on the counter. 
And she wasn't either. You know, we were close enough for you to get my debit card. That's nice. Swipe it. And get, you know, and stuff like that. And they had hand sanitizer and, like, she had, like, the Lysol wipes, wiping stuff down and stuff. You know what? This seems like it's clean enough for me to probably come back and get some wings later. Yeah, just, you know? just be safe, make good decisions, y'all. Oh, and let just, you know, for the record, I'm not trying to sell anybody's intelligence, but if you're wearing gloves, like, while you're grocery shopping, and then you proceed to touch your face and touch your phone and everything else <laughs> with the gloves on, it defeats, it defeats the whole purpose, the purpose of wearing the gloves. Just, you know, throwing it out there. If you need it, pick it up. If it's not for you, leave it where it is. That, that's fine. I just, you know, I, I want y'all to know. I, I would feel bad if I didn't tell y'all. You're like, but I wore the gloves. No, baby, but you, you still touch your face with the gloves. Yeah, like the germs are on the gloves <laughs> instead of on your fingertips now. So... I saw this lady digging in her purse with gloves on, and I was just like, but what are you, what are you doing? All right, um, closing statement. <laughs> Maya, you want to read? Yeah, 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 yeah. I will. I'm not even going to tell them who it's from in the beginning. They need to know who it is after. <laughs> All right, I'm with it. This fabulous, fabulous, <laughs> wonderful man said, that is America. That is America. Those bonds of affection, that common creed, we don't fear the future. We shape it. We embrace it as one people, stronger together than we are on our own. The infamous and my forever president, Barack Obama. Hey. My president is black. My, my Lambo is blue. blue. Hey. I be him if my ribs ain't too. Hey. Hey. Oh, imagine how much better off we would be if our president was still black. Right, right. Yep. Yeah. Womp, womp. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. We love y'all. Bye. Good night. Good night.